Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to the Premier League Review Show. It's a show that's beginning to suspect that Frank Lampard was a better goal-hanging midfielder than he is a manager. Just a thought. On today's pod we'll be discussing the sacking of the City legend, whilst casting a glance back at all the top flight action this weekend. A Haaland hattie and a last minute concession by the Rags will surely make for an enjoyable chat. And I'm delighted to say having that chat with me is another City legend of a sort. It's Mr. Howard Hockett. Hello, sir. How are you? Hello. No offence, but if you say Hattie again on a, a podcast... <laughs> it's my daughter's then... name, how dare you? <laughs> You've not named her after a score of three goals, surely. You don't know that. You have no way of knowing that. I, I, I'm laughing because I told you off air, didn't I, that I've undermined a compliment and um, I don't know why. It's We were saying was it's really hard for a, a bloke to be complimentary about another bloke. So even in jest, if I'm calling you a city legend, I have to undercut it with of a sort. I wouldn't have it any other way. So. You're quite, exactly, yeah. It's it's <laughs> yeah. It's it's awkward to give and to yeah. receive a compliment, I think, if you're a bloke. It's just the way it is. Absolutely, yeah. So how are you? Good. Not bad, yeah, not bad, not bad. Uh, it's going to be weird not having a game during the week. It's mm. Friday night always counts. As, that's two, and that's a stupid time to have a game. But yeah, not a lot going on this midweek. It just seems weird. I don't want to watch the Carabao Cup. It doesn't exist to me now as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it's dead to me. Uh, yeah. Mickey Mouse Cup anyway. So yeah, catch up on some TV. Uh, be a quiet week for once, which is no bad thing to be honest. And yeah, January is almost after... over the worst month of the year by a country mile. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of October. I don't like it when it starts going dark. Um, mm. I like kind of winter once I'm used to it, but I don't like that. You know, when things start to change and get a bit dark. But yeah, you're right. January is never pleasant, and we're nearly there. We're nearly through to February. Whereupon we can both expect a deluge of Valentine's card through our letterbox. So that's <laughs> all good. Um, but thanks, yeah, next. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Howard's mum. <laughs> yeah, I put a word in. She'll send hundreds out. <laughs> um, but next week's the same, isn't it? It's it's just Carabao Cup action again. So yeah, um, yeah I don't mind that. I'm going to get into a bit of telly. The Last of Us. I'm going to give a go to, um, and. The reboot, by the way, on Disney Plus is worth a watch. Um, decent comedy. Right. I've got so, to watch that Wrexham. I've got Disney Plus three for three months. Oh, right, okay. I think that Wrexham documentary is up next as well. So, See, I'm not even joking when I say to you that the best thing on Disney Plus by a country mile is Bluey. It, mm. It's... It's it's as good as The Simpsons. Think kind of target audience. <laughs> no, fair enough. But I promise you, it's as good as The Simpsons. It's superb. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, the boot room, uh, the boot room, the the reboot. Sorry, on um, I was just looking at a Liverpool thing then on the screen. That's a boot room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, boot room. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, the reboot's good on Disney Plus. Yeah, playing PS Five quite a lot as well for the first time in years. So. Oh. Goes to Tsushima. Tsushima. It's one of the best games I've ever played in my life. So, absolutely addicted to it. So, yeah, it's better than being stressed about a city match. So, it's nice Quite. to have a little break during the week. So, how many hours can you get through in one sitting? Of, oh, playing on the PS Five. Oh no, I'm not one of those. Oh, you not play twelve hours? No, yeah, just yeah. an hour here and there. Yeah, that's why I can't have one. I can't, I can't go more than an hour without looking at my phone. <laughs> It's impossible. I, 
I genuinely had to give mine away, and same goes for football manager or anything. I just no, I, can't, I don't. Yeah, I'm too addictive personality, and I just kind of hammer it, and it's it it's, it ruins my life. And football manager, when you start with the team, it's twenty hours before you've got to the first competitive game, and it's like, yeah, I can't do it. No, tactics no, of formation. So, what's the point? I I was um, oh, I'm going back now at least fifteen years, but I was jobless and I was living with my brother. And at one point on at lunchtime, he came in at lunchtime once, and I was still in my dressing gown, and I just like legged it up to him, dead excited, telling him about someone who I just signed, <laughs> and then I just saw it. We both saw it at the same time. I just thought, oh, I've got to sort myself out here. So that was that. Right, let's turn our attentions to football then. Um, beginning with, well, obvious place to start, City Wolves. Um, nice, comfortable 3-0 win. Is, is comfortable the right word, do you think? Yeah, I think it was. I mean, we said in the review, they City do this thing, don't they? They declare at 3-0. Yes, yeah, that's a good way of saying it, yeah. I want Mark Hogden getting upset about disrespecting <laughs> the scoring too many goals. Yeah, uh, but I, I, you know the last twenty minutes was a bit rough. I thought I think we let them in a bit too open. We still could have had a few goals ourselves in that time, to be honest. I think we kind of declared and were a bit passive, went down the gears. Uh, but despite being handed two goals in the second half, it was a dominant performance. I mean, I'd, we've got a good record against Wolves, but I don't think we actually play well against them very often. You know. Said to Ace, and the 1 0 last season was an abject game with a very soft penalty to win it. Mm. And we yeah, won well. 3 0 away early this season, but I don't think we played very well. The, the tough opposition balls, despite where they are, and all in all, I was perfectly satisfied with the performance. A step in the right direction, even if it wasn't, you know, vintage City. So. Well, I mean, we didn't have a penalty given, which was just the most stonewall penalty I can recall in many a year. And then we did get a penalty. I personally don't believe that that was a pen, the one that was given to us, or at least it was a soft one. I can't um, see an angle. I've not seen an angle, really, that tells me properly. So. No, no. It, it just seems to be a coming together. It didn't seem to be a purposeful attempt to, to hinder Gundo or so. Doesn't have um, to be, to be honest, if he's behind him in contact, then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it just looks. Ter- I think that's though. a terrible rule, but it is the law that you know yeah. when a player's chasing another player and there's accidental contact, that's always given, always. So yeah, seems to be well, much to me, but that's the law. So. It was yet another Harland Hattie. <laughs> <sighs> Has that finally laid to rest the kind of rather tiresome trope that City are a poorer side with a Norwegian in it? <laughs> Uh, it'll never put it to rest because there's got to be an argument, hasn't there? There has to be a caveat, of course, always. Yeah. I mean, I think the war incorporated into the team has been an issue of sorts, but it's it's no more than just a new player adapting, or not the player adapting, but other players around him adapting yes. in a yeah. way. Uh, I can't believe that the false nine was you know so peerless, you know, so utterly sublime all the time that. We'd be better off going back to that. It it was originally, but it kind of wore thin pretty quickly for me. I think the issue is more, and again, I said this on, on the review, that the issue is not him fitting into the team, it's just his teammates knowing how, when to give it him. 
Mm. So earlier in the season, we're probably trying to pass to him all the time. Like, you know, just bang, just find Haaland, find Haaland. And then we stopped passing in a way. It's, you know, the analysis after the Manchester derby on the match of the day showed that we he was making runs and it wasn't going to him. So we've got mm. to find that middle ground, really, of just... And the longer he's here, the, the more attuned to his movements his teammates would be. Knowing when to pass to him and when not to, really. Uh, but the stats are just so obscene that... <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know... <laughs> it's hard to say we're better off without him, really, isn't it? So, yeah. you, could, you could say sometimes, you know, because Julian Alvarez, his tireless work rate, you know, reminds you of Gabriel Jesus a bit. You could see that there's the odd game where maybe that could be better served, having that higher press up top. Yeah. Well, essentially, now, of course, there's not a problem. So, that there's been issues with the team this season. Haaland coming in is one of them, but. Again, it's the first world problem and nothing more than that. So, Yeah, I mean, like I say, you're making the stats there. He scored with, is it 62.3% of his shots on target of ended in goals, which is quite staggering. You know, just shy of two-thirds of the time he's took a shot and it's got a target he scored, which isn't human, frankly. I, um, I don't it, think he's at the top of his game yet either. No, 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 I, I quite agree with that. Um, well, my, 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 it's not a worry, but I, I just kind of, when, when you see him making all these runs, um, in terms of a long-term future for him, you, you want to address that because, you know, I mean, okay, a counter-argument is you could say that Sergio did it for many a year at City. Time and time and time again, every game that Sergio Aguero played, you saw him dart into space, make runs, and, and never be found, not even were they looking, you know, the, the midfielder would basically look up, look right, pass a square ball or whatever it may be, and it's a wasted kind of uh, run for, for Sergio. Sergio never got bored of it, you know, but my worry is that, you know, Haaland may tire of that if this goes on and on for the next couple of seasons, um, because it must be just a kind of... A fruit, well, it's a fruitless endeavour, isn't it, to do that for 90 minutes? So It, um, it must be frustrating to only be on course for about 60 goals. This <laughs> He's scored more goals than 51 teams in Europe's top five leagues. So. That's obscene. I mean, he scored more goals. That People are rightly were, were pointing out that he's already scored more than last season's you know, um, goal and boot winners, but mm. he scored more than the last four years of yeah. goal and boot winners. You know, more than Chelsea this season. So. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, Erling what did aside, you think of the performance by the Um, it was much better. It was kind of solid. It was I would give it a, like a seven out of ten. It was yeah. unspectacular but solid. And um, what I did notice that there was very much a purposeful um attempt to find Harland um and the way that they were doing it and maybe it's, this is overused um and it'll you know opponents will easily find a way of kind of shutting this down but exactly how we saw the first goal transpire where you know whoever it may be Mares um gets a ball near to the touchline pulls it back and usually De Bruyne would dink it in and that attempt that type of cross that move was done over and over and over again which is great it, it worked and um, it got us the opening goal but that would be very easily easy to resolve from opposition. Um, any kind of you know opposition with manager with any nous would find a way of shutting that down. 
And if that's the only way we've got of finding Erling in the air, then we are in trouble. But I did notice we were overdoing that somewhat. Um, that aside, it was a good, solid performance. It was a needed performance, I think. Mm. And and also, maybe it's better to be solid and kind of um, just get the job done because we know what City are capable of doing. We know that they could be unbelievable we know that they can put in second half performances like they did against Spurs it was just refreshing to see us being very good for a change we haven't been very good for a long time we've either been spectacular and reactive um, or we've been poor and underwhelming so it was really nice to see us just be good from half time on Thursday night it was you know seven goals without replying about 100 minutes so mm. I'd say that's Fair turnaround on what went before. Yeah, well, I mean, we've, in the last kind of two games, we've had a, uh, the same amount of shots on target as we have the five previous combined. Mm. So that just shows. I mean, that was just when I, when I worked at that, I was like, wow, that's, I didn't realise. But, you know, there were certain games, Southampton away in, in the Carabao, uh, United, of course, where we had one. In those two games combined, one shot on target over 180 minutes from from Manchester City. The goals have dried up away from home, so yeah. I, well, I don't know. But I say it spurs away next, so it's hard to say with some tough games coming up. That needs turning around as well. Can they yes. bring this form uh, to other stadiums? So I just, just felt they were a bit more risk taking, and there was more intensity. Though again, still no early goal. We just don't score early. We don't come out all guns blazing like. Yeah, we yeah. used to, didn't we? Liverpool we used, used to. to. I don't know. No. Yeah, in a way, but not like Liverpool do. We try and get it nailed down in the first half. Hour well, yeah. Point. But it still, it really took time. You know, suddenly review again. It's like all the chances came at the end of the first half. So there was the non-penalty, the goal. Uh, Grealish had one, of course, cleared off the line. So they all came quite late again. The chances, even mm. though I didn't feel. I didn't feel worried before then because we took chances. We were a bit more aggressive, a bit more intensity. We we didn't... That didn't cost us in transition. They didn't get near our goal in that first half. So it just goes to show you can take more risks without putting your team at risk. And I had... You know, when I saw, like... I could just see Traore having his once a season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's gone. He's a busted like, flush. He, he was is. hooked at half-time. Absolutely yeah. useless because he generally is. And yeah. We, yeah, we did give him a chance until we had the game pretty much nailed down. So, yeah, I think seven and a half out of ten. It was just uh, Pep's right as well to still still keep digging away in the post-match press conferences. Mm. It's a step in the right direction, but keep taking those steps. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.